Well, hey there, artists, and welcome to the show. Now, have you ever asked yourself, how do you go from being a hobby artist to a flourishing artist? So how do you take your hobby that's not making any money, that's probably costing you a bit of money right now? How do you transition that into having your own art business where you're selling your work and you're making some ching-ching? If you've asked yourself that question, and I did one point in my career, you are going to love this because I'm going to give you the key that's going to help get you on that path to building that art business. So let's dive right on in. Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Well, hey, hey there, artists, and welcome to the show. Now, I love bringing these podcasts to you. I love giving you some pillars of truth, some principles to help you grow as an artist and build the creative path that you want, all right? And I emphasize the you because I want you to build a business that is around what lights you up, okay? There's so much competitive stuff going on, comparisonitis, all that stuff, all right? You need to ask yourself first and foremost, and this is totally off my notes, what is it that you want? How do you see your art business and walk that out? So for some of you, total disclaimer there, if you want to be a hobby artist, I love that, okay? There is nothing wrong with that at all, okay? Creativity fills our soul. You don't have to go on and build an art business, But I know for many of you, you would love to earn an income off your job or off your creative talent, sorry. You know, however much that is for you, you might want to go on and build a, you know, a million dollar art business. You might want to just sell, you know, a couple of thousand dollars a year, whatever floats your boat. The key though, is how do we get you out of making uh, no money to making some money? And there is one key factor, well, there's a lot, but there's one big, big elephant in the room that has to change to get you there. And this comes off something that I have obviously put into my own life as practice. I never teach you out of anything that I haven't implemented. Plus, I have taught hundreds of artists on and offline, whether through the Confident Brush Painting community or through the Art Business Programme, And I have looked at them, looked at their results and analyzed this and seen this is the truth or the principle that has helped move some of them forward. Some of them haven't implemented this and they've stayed where they are. So I want to share that with you today. But before we do, I just want to give a shout out to Natalie Marie, who left this beautiful podcast review um, over on the iTunes, where she wrote an amazingly informative podcast that covers everything for beginner artists to emerging and established artists. Nat is so easy to listen to and shares such positive vibes about all things art. Her course, The Confident Brush, is also amazing and the best choice 
choice I've made this year for my own journey as an artist and now I just want to give you a big shout out and say thank you so much for leaving such a beautiful review it is awesome to have you in the community as well and see you grow as an artist and of course you have a fantastic name <laughs> yeah awesome so thanks that okay so this week I was chatting with um, some of my students. So we run the art business program and then we also had a little um, extra that went on top for extra coaching for some of the artists who wanted to keep learning from me, wanted that momentum, wanted that accountability. And so we ran an art business bubble for a couple of months and at the start they had to set a goal. I'm all about setting quarter goals, setting your intentions and then measuring them at the end. Now what I'm not necessarily focused too much on is whether they achieve those goals or not but more about what happened between point A and point B. And I wanted them to see that. So when they're sharing with me, you know, I was like, oh yeah, what is that? What is the key factor? Why are you now, you know, like for many of them, I'm like, why do you guys now have Instagrams? Why are you building your websites? Why have you exhibited in art shows why did you ask for that sale why did you film that reel why did you get uncomfortable and put yourself out there and here's what changed for them the first thing that changed before they actually took those actions was their mindset and I know you're like oh Nat this is don't give me the mindset chat okay and I get it and I want you to think of more of your mindset today as your identity or your role how do you see yourself as an artist so they made a conscious decision when they were they came through my free training which we are going to be running in August and I'll give you a link to sign up to that in a couple of weeks but they came through the free training right which taught them how to start up their art business and then at the end of the, that training they had the opportunity to come with me in the art business A to Z program as you will to learn the systems that they need to grow their art business. So what happened during that training was they made the decision that they were not going to treat their art business like a hobby anymore. They were going to step into the role, step into the identity of a flourishing artist. And then when they did that, their behaviors started to change. So I didn't go along and say you need to go on Instagram, you need to go on you know, emails and websites, although that's what I teach. There is no point in me telling them to do that stuff until they had that mindset ready to be like, you know what, this is serious, this is my time, it's my time to you know, build my art business, it's my time to really use that gift that I've been given and to see how far I can go with it. Okay, Nat's going to give me the systems that I can use, the plug and play, the practical. All they really needed to do was just make a decision that you know what, I'm an art business owner and now as an art business owner, I'm going to start to take these actions. And as a result, they've got the results you know one of our students like I said she started she did her Instagram she started selling she's done her website uh, she's entered a couple of shows she put a couple of pieces in one show that sold on the first night it's just for me as a mentor I love 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 seeing that because then they come back to me and they're like you know what Nat it is so possible to flourish as an artist 
and it is, and I want that for you. So I want you today to start to think about how do you see yourself as an artist? What is the identity you're putting on? Are you putting on that hobby artist role or that hobby artist mindset? And here's what I want you to think about. If we talk, we'll just talk a little bit about a hobby artist, okay, and what they would kind of think um, about themselves. So as a hobby artist, you're basically that, right? You're treating it like a hobby. And when you treat it like a hobby, these are the results that you're going to get. First of all, you're going to have no sales or very low sales, okay, because you're not concentrating on selling your work, okay, it's purely for your own benefit, you're not going to be profitable, you will have what we call an expensive hobby, because art supplies aren't cheap, you could be buying lots of the art supplies, trying on these different things, as a hobby artist, you're very much likely to have a day job, you will be researching all the things, you'll be spiraling, You'll be making excuses about why you don't need to go into your studio, why you don't need to sell your work, why you don't need to put it out there. You won't have any clear plan on where you're going either with your work as an artist or where you're going as your art business. You won't have a sales system. You feel a little bit unfulfilled because it's just it's just a hobby. There's no goals. There's no achievement coming through there. You can feel a little bit unconfident, okay, because you're not selling, you're not making the traction. And often, as a hobby artist, you're very frustrated because most hobby artists that come to me, they tell me it's a hobby, but then in the second breath, they're like, yeah, but Nat, I would actually love to sell a work or two. And then that tells me that you're calling yourself a hobby artist because it's comfortable, because when you change your mindset from a hobby artist to an art business owner, guess what happens? You need to change your actions. And so that is what I focus on with you first and foremost. I want you to flip that switch and go, you know what? This isn't a hobby anymore. Forget about what the circumstances are saying. Simply decide in your mind today, you know what? I want it to put on a new identity and you can call it whatever you want, right? You might say, you know, I want to be a flourishing artist or for some of you, it might just be like, I actually want to call myself an artist, okay? Or I want to be a small business owner or I want to be a creative entrepreneur or I want to be a gallery owner, a studio owner. I want to be a mentor, whatever role it is for you start to put that on because when you start to put that on your behaviors will start to change so a flourishing artist they start to change their behaviors and these are some of the results and the things that they have one they start selling consistently they're profitable they have multiple income streams coming in they're investing in the right supplies Flourishing artists are working on their art business. They're learning what they need to know. They're showing up and doing the work because, you know, they're flourishing. They're business owners. They have responsibility. They can't make excuses like a hobby artist of why they don't need to go into their studio. They have a clear vision and a plan. They have sales systems. They're fulfilled doing what they love. 
they're confident, they're peaceful, and they're purposeful. That's where I want to get you. But the key thing is that it has to start with how you see yourself as an artist. So my question to you today, or my homework to you, is just to audit your thoughts. And this can actually be really scary, and this is something that I've started to do myself a little bit lately. Like for a period of time, 24, 48, 72 hours, think about or be conscious of what you are saying to yourself internally. Are you saying things like, I'm not a very good artist, it's really hard to sell my work, I'm never going to make it. I just need it, you know, it's only going to be a hobby for me or so-and-so can be more successful for me or, you know, I just got to wait till I get discovered. Start to audit those thoughts and see what you're saying. That would be my very first thing for you. Then I want you to replace those thoughts with good thoughts, okay? So, you know, there's a biblical saying, as a man thinks, so is he. You really cannot rise beyond the level of your thinking, okay? So it's kind of like lottery owners, right? Sometimes when people win lotto, if they say are on a lower income, they've never had a lot of money before, they don't know how to manage it, or they don't believe that they're worth that money, or they have mindsets like rich people are greedy or money is evil, When they get that money, what tends to happen within a few years, go Google it, is that they lose all that money. They either give it away, they don't invest it properly. So for you, the greatest thing that you can do before you even step into the role of an art business owner, before you even start to build your websites, do your sales, do your shows, all those kinds of things, is you need to, as best as you can, and it's a constantly a work in progress, is to renew your mind daily. Replace those thoughts. Start to tell yourself things like, you know what, I am an artist. I thrive as an artist. I have a successful art business. My work is valuable. I love to show up to my studio. I have successful art shows. My work is of value regardless of how many people see it or like it. I am building my dream life. My work, um, you know, brings joy, brings beauty to the world. I have everything that I need. I'm created to be an artist. You need to start to replace those thoughts with those kinds of thoughts. And then when you start to think that way, those actions happen. You'll be like, you know what? I am a flourishing artist. So you know what? I'm going to put that collection out. I'm going to post on Instagram. I'm going to set up my website. I'm going to build my email list. And then, of course, the byproduct of those actions is you get the results. Whereas a hobby artist, they operate from a lower position. They don't have the control because they are waiting for those things to come to them before they step up. And as an example, hobby artists do things like, I will um, get into my studio when I have more time. Or I will, you know, wait till I have the money before I buy better art supplies. Or I'll wait till I have the money before I invest in my art business or before I do that show. And I don't want that for you. I want you to step into the role of a flourishing artist, creative business owner, whatever it is. Because that gives you the control. If you can win the battle in your mind 
first that you are a flourishing artist and you know what your mind's going to try and say oh yeah but you've never sold any work don't look at your circumstances okay it honestly starts in your mind and this is where I have seen the difference in my students okay many people have come through my free trainings and they have allowed circumstance they've also allowed their mindset to hold them back I don't have enough time right now I'm not ready I'm gonna wait till this happens and often that is as some of that is valid but some of that's just an excuse because they don't believe that it's possible for them so the greatest thing that I can do for you is to encourage you that it is 100% possible for you to flourish as an artist I have done it I have students who are now doing it oh my gosh they pass me you know like well they grow so much faster than me it took me a decade to get to where I'm at you know I'm just now stepping into my fourth year as an art business owner and you know we've had great success our business has doubled every year and I don't say that to be like yay 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 I say that because I want you to know it's possible I was a hobby artist for 10 years, guys, 10 years, while I was working, you know, my full-time teaching job, you know my gig, but you know what I had in my mindset? I never saw myself as a hobby. I cringed when people were telling me it was a hobby. It was never a hobby for me. I always treated it like my second job. It was my business that I was building on the side. I was showing up right from day one. I've built so many websites, email lists. I've been on the Instagram since like 2013. I've had a Facebook since 2009. I've been selling since then. You know what? I've sold works for a dollar and I've sold works for over $2,000 now. And it took a period of time to get there. But regardless of when I was selling that work for a dollar, I was still a business owner. I still knew that that was what I was called to do. So if you know in your heart of hearts that creativity is your gig, then I want to encourage you to think about that, to meditate on that, and to start to call yourself something different. Call yourself an artist if that's the first step you can call yourself. Call yourself a creative entrepreneur. Call yourself an art business chick, an art business owner, a flourishing artist, whatever it is. And start to meditate on that. Speak goodly about yourself. Speak good about your work. The greatest person that can actually encourage you is you. So like I said, pick a new identity. Audit those thoughts. Think about what you think about. Replace those thoughts with good thoughts. And then you know what's going to happen? Then you're going to start to ask yourself, what actions would this artist take? Or what actions do I need to now take? I'm a flourishing artist. So would a flourishing artist hold back from sharing on social media? Would they turn down art shows? Would they not apply to art shows? Would they just not put a website out? What kind of things would a flourishing artist do? And then you're going to start to take those actions. So that is us for today. It's just, it's a huge thing. Like I said, it is a work in progress and it goes in levels. So as an example for me, I have grown in levels of how I see myself as an artist, okay? So like when I was teaching, I saw myself as a part-time artist, okay? 
and I think I've done an episode with this, it was actually my husband, bless him, who started to introduce me as an artist to people when I was still teaching. So you know when people come up to you and they're like, you know, what do you do? I would instantly be like, oh, I'm a teacher. And even though at that time I wanted to be an artist, it's like teaching was just my side gig while I was building my art business. Whereas my husband, they'd be like, oh, this is my, he'd be like, this is my wife, this is Nat, she's an artist. And I had to hear it from him a few times before I felt comfortable introducing myself. So once before I'd even left my teaching job, when people then started to ask me, I changed. And I said, you know what, I'm an artist. And I, yeah, I felt awkward, I felt uncomfortable. But the more I did that, the more I heard my own voice reinforce who I was, the more I started to step into that role. So then when I left my teaching gig back in, I think, 2018, I started full-time in 2019 as an artist. I was like, yeah, I'm an artist. And then I started to move forward a little bit to be like, actually, I'm a business owner or I run a self, you know, I'm a small business owner. I'm self-employed. I'm working, I'm working for myself. And then I started to shift that to be like, I'm actually a mentor and a guide. And then I started to really step up into that role, started to mentor other students, started to do this podcast. And now I'm pushing myself higher and changing my identity to be, you know what? I'm a gallery owner or I'm a studio owner. Because as a gallery owner, as a studio owner, what kind of actions do I need to take to get there? Okay, so that's the plan where I want to go to, to be able to have this um, studio that's outside of the home, to have a gallery that can help you guys to, to exhibit and really support you as artists. So now that's like the next role. So I started as a teacher, then I was like, I'm an artist, I'm a small business owner, I'm a mentor, I'm a gallery owner, I'm a studio owner, and then I don't know what's beyond that, I'm a creative millionaire, I'm a creative entrepreneur. So I'm growing and growing and growing. So just if you're at a hobby artist now, just start to call yourself an artist. If you're an artist, go the next bit. I'm a small business owner. I'm a flourishing artist. I'm a five-figure artist. I'm a six-figure artist. Whatever floats your boat. But I just really hope that this has helped encourage you today because I can teach strategy until the cows come home. I love it. I am practical. I can give it all to you. And that's what I do in the art business program. And we are opening that up in August. But there's no point in me handing the blueprint to you if you haven't nailed this in your mind. And like I said, it's a continual thing. So decide today, are you the hobby artist or are you the flourishing artist? And start to meditate on that, audit your thoughts, and you're instantly going to see your behaviors are going to start to change. And when your behaviors start to change, you're going to get the results that you want in your art business. Well, that is us for today, lovelies. If you've loved this episode, will you do me a favor? Will you go over to the iTunes, the Apple, whatever it is, leave a cool podcast review, take a screenshot, tag me in at Natalie Parker Studio, and I'll shout you out on the gram and out here on the podcast. I will be back Monday for another amazing podcast episode to inspire, equip, and encourage you to build the art business of your dreams. I'll talk to you then. Bye.